Welcome to Dawn of the Geeks. Every few days here at Dawn of the Geeks, we explore evidence-based strategies and tools that can help us along our shared journey of living healthier, happier, and more productive lives. Let's continue our exploration of the habits of effective, creative creatures. When I started making my guides, I was passionate about it. I had finished making one of my first guides and I thought I did it. I had come up with something great. And I thought I had to come up with big ideas, cross fingers and hope that I'd go viral. But I had it wrong, as we often do. If you want to make it as a creative, whether as an entrepreneur, a writer or a coder, it's less about your significant ideas, your firsts, and more about the small steps you take every day. So in this guide, I want to go over the habits that most all successful creators have in common and the ones that help me develop and create all my projects. First, don't hide from negative feedback. It can feel like a slap in the face with a wet towel, especially if it's unsolicited or unexpected. Honestly, this was my biggest fear as a new creator. What would people say? I realized that the best creators don't shy away from feedback. Instead, they welcome it and use it as an opportunity to grow. Improving and innovating can give you insights into what's resonating with your audience and what's not. Equally, understanding that truth will help you avoid sleepless nights and unnecessary arguments with internet trolls. Opinions are like podcasts. Everyone's got one, but not all of them are worth listening to. So, before taking someone's opinion on board, you might want to ask yourself a couple of questions. Do we trust and respect this person? Have they achieved something that we want to achieve? Are they an expert in the area that we're commenting on? Anonymous comments can sting. That comes with the territory. But building a healthy relationship with feedback can be a complete game changer to how you create. How are you supposed to give your listeners what they need if you spend all your time talking and not listening? Focus on the work, not the rewards. Of course, it's lovely to get positive feedback, whether in the form of views, comments, or followers. But if you get too hung up on the approval of others, it's going to be challenging to create a genuinely productive place. Successful creators understand that internet algorithms are inconsistent, even with millions of followers. You'll see varied results from project to project. So, many different things might impact performance of what you create, and many of them are outside of your control. But what is inside your control is how often you show up, how often you do the work, and how often you put into practice what you've learned. It's hard to lose when you enjoy the process and get a sense of accomplishment from finishing what you started. When I'm creating something, I'm not focusing on how much money I'm going to make from this thing. It's not that the money isn't essential. Focusing on what we create is more important. So I focus on 
the craft. I focus on how can I make this as good as possible? How can I control things better? And, and at no time do I intentionally think about, oh, is this going to make me more money? Money comes with the territory when you're great at doing what you do. But if you want to find happiness and fulfillment from your work, stop thinking about money and make rest a priority. Professional athletes consider their rest days equally as important as their training days because without proper rest, their bodies and minds won't be able to perform at their peak. If you have any doubts about this fact, let me ask you this question. With billions of dollars on the line from the Olympics to professional athletes, they need every single edge so they can stay on top of their competition. And with this, if rest wasn't productive, why would top performers do it? And now, what's true for athletes is also true for any high-performing creator. Too often, we treat creativity as a commodity we can manufacture on a factory line. In reality, it's more like a cup we need to refill. If you try to pour from an empty cup, you're not going to get very much in return. If you want your creativity to run at total capacity, it's essential to allow yourself to switch off, which means setting hard deadlines. When I started working independently on projects, I realized how easy it was to burn myself repeatedly. So I started a cutoff time for myself every day at 4 to 5.30 p.m. Late afternoon happened to be the time my family would often get home. So this forced me to turn off my work no matter where I was in the process. I had my family there to keep me accountable. I wouldn't keep pushing that time further and further. And now, if you're worried about breaking your flow state, I have some good news. According to flow expert Stephen Cutler, it's far easier to return to unfinished work than it is to start from a blank canvas. So leaving your work in progress is an effective way to return to a flow state much more quickly the next day. When you're your boss, there's always more work to do. Work is never finished. So it's really up to you to set those cutoff times and figure out how to take breaks and do them consistently. If you don't choose a rest time, your body will choose one for you. So do your important work first. The idea that you must wake up before the sun to be productive is a complete myth. It might work for some people, and it certainly works for me. Plenty of the world's most iconic creatives are night owls. Be these ones of the past, like Prince and Tolkien, or Bob Dylan, and many more. Still, there's something to be said for seizing the first few hours of work. And it has less to do with the exact time of day and more to do with striking while the iron is hot. While the iron is hot. Regardless of whether you wake up at 6 a.m. or 12 p.m., your job every day is to bite the bullet.
If the first thing you do each morning is to crunch and get the most challenging part of your day out of the way, you can go through the day with the satisfaction of knowing you've already gotten through the worst thing that'll happen to you all day long. Prioritizing your most important work means that your day will always be a win, no matter what else happens or doesn't happen. It also means you can create from a fresh canvas before emails, Slack messages and meetings seep into your day and drain your energy. You'll reap many benefits, even if it means going back to bed immediately after. I recommend that you treat content creation like a habit. Have you ever wondered how many people on have you ever wondered how some people post to Instagram multiple times a day while others can barely remember a password? It's likely because successful creators treat content creation like a habit. Yes, it might sound a little loopy. It might not even make sense to make a habit of a habit. But the point is, content creation isn't just something that you should do when you feel inspired. It should be a non-negotiable part of your daily routine, like brushing your teeth, making your bed, or doing burpees as soon as you get up. Just me? The best creators know that inspiration is fleeting and unreliable, so they don't wait around to feel creative before they create. The exact ox. The exact opposite is true. They find creativity in the structures that they've established for themselves. Stephen King writes every day, rain, hail, or shine. There's something that Stephen King was asked. How do you write so many books so fast? And his response was that he works. He tries to get work out there. He tries to get six pages a day. And he works. And when he's working, he works and works and works. Every day, for three or four hours, he gets out those pages. He doesn't wait until he's got a good idea or until he's in the mood to write. Instead, he sits down at his desk and he writes day after day. And that's how he's so prolific. You should also set a limit and do the same. You should also set a limit and do the same. How can you make So if I were to add a sixth habit to this list, it would be to make a habit of investing back in myself. From the day I started as a creator, as a developer, I continued to invest back into my skills. I knew I wouldn't be able to make it by myself, so I invested in gear, in meeting people, and studying to help with the production of my projects. And in the end, This saved me a ton of time. Building excellent projects is just part of the puzzle in our lives. 
Next time, we'll continue to explore how we can create and develop with friends, family, and AI tools. Until then, I want to thank you very much for following along with Dawn of the Geeks. It means the world to me to be able to connect with you and to get feedback and hear from you in our comments. Experiencing this journey together brings joy to me and I hope it does to you. So thank you very much and I will catch you next time.